Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Ask Sharifa Videocast. It is Monday, amazing day, and I have an incredible guest for you today. And I'm going to tell you right now, you want to go ahead and get your pad, get your pencil, take notes on your computer, iPhone, cell phone, because our guest today is a wealth of information, and I can't wait to introduce you to him. So as always, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and share this interview, because friends don't let friends miss out on Ask Sharifa. So if you have questions, if you have comments, please feel free to ask those in the comment section and I'll go ahead and read those to today's guest. And our guest today is Mr. Raymond Zinn. And Mr. Raymond Zinn is an inventor. He's an entrepreneur. He's an angel investor. But what really got me is he is one of the longest serving CEOs of a publicly traded company in Silicon Valley interesting i know good afternoon mr zen how are you doing fine sharifa thank you you are so welcome thank you for joining me today so you are an entrepreneur inventor how did you get your start in this area well i think i started really young uh i um my dad was in the cattle business and i was trying to find a way to open a gate faster and uh, it was really funny. I designed this, uh, this uh, uh, system that's almost like a lift, pulling down a weight. And then that weight would open this gate up and then allow the animal to go through. The only problem was is that I was pretty strong as a young person. And I could open the gate, but nobody else could. So my, my invention was a little ill-founded. I was 16 at the time. And it was a little ill-founded because I didn't test other people to see how they could lift it. So when we added more weight to allow other people to lift it, then we couldn't, we had to close the gate manually, meaning you had to lift back up again. So it was just, that's how I got started. And uh, I've been inventing ever since. So I love to, to think of, of ideas to, to solve problems. Yes. So you said that first idea, you know, maybe it didn't work out the way that you expected to, but that opened up a love for trying new things, trying to figure out things and become an inventor. So you started early on, but you went on to be one of the longest serving CEOs in Silicon Valley. So how long were you a CEO in Silicon Valley? Uh, 37 years. Wow. 37 years. That's incredible. Yep. Probably never be beaten. The record will probably stand forever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to try to compete. I'm going to be, I'm going to move out to Silicon Valley and be there for 50 years. Just so I can. There you go. That's it. Well, 38, you beat me. <laughs> At 39, I'm just going to move back to Long Beach where I am. But as an angel investor, as an inventor, you took your information and you published a book. Mr. Zinn, tell us about your, your book and what inspired you to write that. Well, when I started the company back in 78, um, uh, I had a number of people tell me, how can you start a company with no venture money, being a technical company or a technology company like my crow was? Um, it's difficult to do that unless you have a, a lot of money or unless you can get a venture capitalist to to, to fund you. So um, I, I didn't want that. I didn't have enough money to do, it, to do it on my own. So I went with a bank loan. And that was difficult because the banks don't like the loan to startups. So I had to agree to 
I said, okay, just tell me what covenants I'd have to abide by and, uh, and, and, and I'll agree to it. So the, the covenant that, that they required me to have, well, a number of them, but the most important one was that I had to be profitable from day one. In other words, that I had to develop a, a, a business that would be profitable on an annual basis. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so uh, uh, that made me change my business plan because uh, first I was going to develop a product, but of course, you know, when you develop it then it costs money and then, and then you try to get customers and so forth. So um, I said, well, then I'll change the plan. And I went to a service business where I was almost providing a service as opposed to a product. That's mm-hmm. so I could get the money to get started. So it took about mm, five years, I think, maybe six before we could develop our own products because I had to have enough cash flow to mm-hmm. actually fund the product development. But my goal was to start a company and I really didn't have a product in mind per se. It was that I wanted to form a company because mm-hmm. companies live forever where products don't. Right. Products, products live about five years and then you have to have a new one. So if you're not thinking ahead five years out, you're unlikely going to come up with a, a, a long a longevity product or, or company because your company is not going to survive. But let me, let me just ask you this question. You know, again, you were the longest serving CEO in Silicon Valley, 37 years. Do you feel that the same rules, processes apply now in 2019 as they did 37 years, years ago, as far as obtaining um, a loan or venture capitalists? Yes, I think they do apply. Uh, you know, the, the principles are the same. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you have to have a passion. You've got to be risk averse. You've got to have a, a drive to succeed. And, and you just have to have that will to win. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, you know, those principles still, still apply. Can you get a loan from a bank? Sure. You have to agree to some things that maybe you don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. like I had to do, I had to be profitable from, from, from the get go. And so that's, that was a challenge, uh, you know, to, cause I had to change my business plan mm-hmm. from developing products to actually providing a service so that I could be profitable. So you have to be patient. Um, you know, it took me five years after starting the company before I could actually actually do what I wanted to do, which is start designing products. So when you mentioned the difference between a product and a service, usually, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I want to make sure everyone who's watching and everyone who's listening understands, but usually with a product, it takes lead time. It takes yeah. time to build awareness. It takes time for the, exactly. um, you know, research. And it takes time where a service, you can offer that service immediately. Exactly. And get paid for it. Yes. But a product takes time. Exactly. So it took me, you know, a little longer, uh, but I formed a company. In other words, I got a company going and, and, and it, and people, you know, hiring employees. And, and so we actually, you know, got ourselves established as a company and then we were able to fund the product. Now, maybe that's not for you. Maybe that's, that's not a way you want to go. Well, but that's the way I went. Now, there are people who, will argue that in starting a business, they would rather just go out, offer a service, offer a product, as opposed to even going to a bank and trying to get a loan or reaching out to angel investors. Because like you mentioned, usually there are requirements or maybe that angel investor wants a large ownership of the company that they're not willing to give up. 
And they say, okay, you know what, instead of getting outside resources, I'm just going to focus on providing the service or focus on marketing the product. What are your thoughts or recommendations? Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can, you know, venture capital uh, has its advantages and has its disadvantages. You can get going quicker with venture capital, uh, but by the same token, uh, they're going to own a lot, a big chunk of your company. Yeah. And, and, and I wanted to dictate my own destiny and I didn't want, you know, a bunch of VCs telling me how to run the business. Right. Uh, and so that's what I wanted. So as an entrepreneur, you have to decide, you know, what's more important. Um, I know people that all they want is the recognition. They just want to be a CEO yeah. and they don't care You know, if they only own up owning 10% or 5%, they don't care. They just want to be a CEO. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so that's, that's their stick. You know, if they, if that's their goal just to be a CEO, then they can go with venture capital because uh, they'll let you be the CEO. You just won't own much of the company. Um, and you really won't control your own destiny. Uh, most CEOs in Silicon Valley last about three to five years. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's why I became the longest serving CEO because I could define my own destiny. Mm -hmm. and, and that's how I lasted 37, which is wow. you know, like m more than 10 times longer than most CEOs last. Absolutely. But that's also more than 10 times um, longer than a lot of companies last. That's true too. Yeah, 90%. 90% of all companies fail within the first three years. Yes, absolutely. And so you know the reason? You know why, Sharif? Why? Because they run out of money. In other yes. words, if you're, if you're going to start a business, uh, make business number one, make sure you raise enough money to go profitable. If not, don't start your company. So raise enough money to take yourself to profitability. Okay? Right. Because once you're profitable, then you can sustain yourself. Right, but but don't even don't even attempt to, to 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 raise money unless it's enough to take you to profitability. Why? Because you'll spend all your time raising money and not running your business. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you don't run your business, your business is going to run you, and you're going to go out of business. So yes. I call it, I call it having positive cash flow. You want to breathe in more than you exhale, because you know what it's like if you exhale more than you inhale, you're going to die. Yeah. And, and, and so if you can't inhale more than you can exhale you're, or your gazentus is great, great into gazatus, you're not going to last. Right. I've also found that many small business owners, they begin their business without absolutely any collateral or any um, resources, any cash flow at all. And they expect to operate out of their sales you know, out of the profits. Oh, I'm going to make a lot of money so I'll be able to stay in business as opposed to having enough money in the bank for a certain amount of time, whether or not they make a sale or make a profit. And so I always look at it like a lot of the business owners is more like a Hail Mary pass. I, I'm a football yeah. fan, you know, so if you can relate to Hail Mary pass, it's just they have to have that because they, you know, they may have enough money to stay in business or to operate for one month where, you, you know, the Harvard School uh, um, rule of thumb is five years. If you go to the SBA, they will tell you you should have enough in the bank to operate for at least three years, whether or not you make one sale. But too many people go into business with just enough money for a limited amount of time. What are your thoughts on that, Mr. Zen? Well, you know, it's exactly like you said. You know, you, you have to have working capital. Working yes. capital means that you have the ability to 
you know, to, to, to operate your business um, while you collect your receivables. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, receivables on average are, you know, 45 days. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you, if you, if you can only last until it's like having only living by what we call living paycheck to paycheck. You've heard that term before. And people who live paycheck to paycheck, if they have anything happen at all, any kind of a illness or any kind of problem comes up, they're in trouble because they're, they're only having enough money just to survive. Yes. Okay? And, and so, you know, you don't want to do that. You want to have, a, you can want to put away a little bit. You want to have a little longevity. We call it runway. You want to have enough runway to take off. Right. And, and so, you know, if you don't have that, that working capital to, to operate your business by allowing yourself to, to, to wait 45 days or whatever your average receivables are, and then uh, have enough to develop your products, you know, because R&D costs money, mm-hmm. uh, you, you have to have enough cash flow to allow you to operate your business profitably and still develop products. So you yeah. want to have enough money in the bank to last at least uh, 90 days or three months. Mm-hmm. If you don't have enough money to hold you for 90 days, you're not going to last long. Right. Absolutely. And then also what happens is maybe you have that amazing, wonderful marketing idea that you would love to, you know, push your product or your service. But again, you're operating with very limited resources. Mm-hmm. So to you, again, back to the Hail Mary Pass, it's like we got this marketing campaign has to work. It has to work because now I've sunk every last bit of money the company has into this marketing um, idea as opposed to creating several marketing campaigns, testing it out, doing, you know, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't, but it's like this has to work. And that's where I've seen so many companies, okay, now they're out of business because they were just expecting this to automatically generate a certain amount of profit for them. Well, and that's the problem with, with most businesses. They don't have a, a plan to survive. Mm-hmm. They have a plan to start, but not a plan to survive. Yes. And so, you know, you have to look at both, you know, your, your product idea and then how long can you survive? Yes. Uh, and, and so um, I, I say, as my, my rule of thumb is that you have, an ha- you have to have enough money to take you to profitability. Yes. Because once you're, once you're profitable, then you have enough cash flow to continue operations. So don't even think about starting your company or your business unless you have um, at least enough cash to take you to profitability. Cash is king. Okay. If you don't believe that you're going to be out of business shortly. Yes. And you won't be able to make those 37 years. No, you won't be able to go 37 years. (laughs) Now, Mr. Zen, we are coming down to the last few minutes of the show and two things I like to do at the end of every show is just allow my guests the opportunity to speak directly to the audience and let them know what you want them to take away from your interview, as well as let them know where they can contact you and pick up a copy of your book. Okay, so um, what I'd like to leave with them is that discipline is doing what you don't like doing and doing it well. I call it doing the tough things first. In other words, that's my book. I, my book was written to, to really encourage people to develop the habit of doing the things they don't like doing and doing it well. I call it loving the things you hate. And I'm sure, Sharifa, you have things you don't like doing. But like what, I've learned, what I've learned to do is I've learned to love those things because, as Emerson said, that which you persist in doing becomes easier. 
Not that the nature of the task changes, but your ability to perform it becomes easier. So you just have to keep working at it and working at it. You know, it's as they call it, it's a work in progress. So, you know, do the tough things first. And you can find me uh, on my website, toughthingsfirst.com. We have our podcasts. We have our, our blogs that we, we post uh, daily. Um, we have tweets and you know, we do all kinds of, of tips we give entrepreneurs. And so that's uh, the, the, the takeaway message I have is uh, look, go to my website, learn how to do the tough things first, Sarifa. Yes, and it's toughthingsfirst.com, correct? Correct. It is toughthingsfirst.com. I have two books out. You can get Tough Things First on Amazon, or you can get Zen of Zen also on Amazon. Zen of Zen is, are hints and, and ideas and, 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 and musings that you can use to improve your life on a day-to-day -day basis. You don't have to be an entrepreneur. Anybody who wants to improve their life, they want to do better, you know, they can pick up my book, Zen of Zen. Zen of Zen. So is that Z-E-N? Yes. Of Zen, Z-I-N-N. -N. Correct. I love that, Zen. That just calmed me. Just, you just have that calming effect. So I love it, Mr. Zen. You've given us a lot of information, a lot of wonderful guests. I just want to thank you for being today's guest on Ask Sharif for Videocast. You're welcome, Sharif. And I want to thank everyone who watched. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the hearts. Thank you for the thumbs up. I definitely appreciate your support. Thank you for tuning in. If you would like to be a guest, if you would like to watch more of my interviews, please visit the website at ashsharifa.com. Until then, everyone have a blessed day. Thank you.